Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your Sexy Ranch Hand co-host Calderness. This episode, we're going to be talking about our legacy card picks for Avengers Forever and answering some listener questions. This is episode 435. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how many six people think I am funny? It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools? It's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey Google, back some more. Let the task in Wow, wow, wow. ILH for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. You should check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Just go dial 5, it's D I A L 5. Send off your Cool Stuff Inc. Order joining, like always, in the studio is your Dial H for Hero Clicks champion, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Yeah. Uh, we we should like make an addendum to that because oh. it's a uh, what what did they used to call it um like uncontested champion what is oh sure is the, the yeah something not like reigning that. but definitely uncontested he hasn't been contested in yeah. two years time might, three might years time be contested two years. at this point uh yeah, but yeah like they used to, like the the like intercontinental un- indisputed. Because I have Indis- not been disputed. It's indisputed True. at this point. Disputed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Still a reigning champion, but it does feel the longer it goes on, it feels a little little lackluster because I, I don't have any challengers. Nothing challenging right. it. All right. No one's stepped up to the plate yet, <laughs> slash made time to right. do it. Yeah. We'll revisit it. The the Dial H championship, maybe one of these years days months decades will be used again in some form or another uh but let's go ahead and get started with what made us happy this week Simeon, are you happy my man what made me happy this week was i you know i had a pretty decent week at work it was windy nice. crazy windy all week um but no like it was pretty relaxed week at work not too much crazy stuff happening since it was windy we weren't doing our normal workload obviously and then uh yeah i went to drove through that wind to south dakota filmed a bunch of really fun stuff i'm very sore now and uh yeah i i'm i'm proud of what we did i uh i like the weekend of filming that we did we did a lot of really cool work i can't wait for people to see it yeah pardon it's ambitious but i think it yeah it's ambitious that's what i'll say pardon my french i think it's ambitious yeah yeah all right. I won't expand on that. No, it's a um, joke that maybe only one person will get someday. Yeah. They might. If they remember might, this podcast. This might stick then. in their brain by that time. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that's what made me happy, too, this week. I mean, I've been playing a ton of uh, TF2 since the Halloween Scream Fortress update has started. So that's, like, always a plus. But definitely what made me happy this week was uh, getting up to Sioux Falls, playing some Hero Clicks, and then... Filming just a ton of stuff for the YouTube that I am very, very excited for. Slash getting all of our uh, Ten of Swords tokens on. So those will be coming soon for Patreon members and all that stuff, which segues beautifully into the, if you want to support Dial H for Hero Clicks, you can do so at patreon.com. As little as $5 a month, you'll get behind-the-scenes access to, like, blooper reels, uh, inner workings of videos. You'll get uh, YouTube videos, 
four or five days early before the rest of the world. And you'll get access to our Discord, which is a ton of fun. Uh, stuff above that, you'll get access to Dial H for Hero Clicks action tokens, bystander tokens. If you've seen them, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Uh, we do fun cosplay costumes and kind of more like closet cosplay costumes, thrift store costumes uh, of certain characters to make bystanders. Uh, our favorite, I can speak for probably both of us, saying like the Wrecking Crew was a ton of fun to make. Um, and so like we did basically all of that, cosplaying like Apocalypse's bystander and the Captain Britain Corps and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, for the Ten of Swords, X of Swords bystanders coming very soon. Yeah. Consider joining the Patreon. Let us know. Uh, but first off, because it's been pretty light on news and everything, we are just going to get into, which blows my mind we haven't done this yet since we already did our, I mean, team-up legacy picks. We're going to do our Avengers Forever legacy picks. Excited for. It's always yeah. fun to to guess, gamble, if you would, uh, what the legacy cards are going to be. So we always, I always, anyway... Uh, buy all the figures that we say we're choosing legacy picks to make sure you know that I'm just as invested in these picks as you guys might be. Uh, Simi and I have chosen, typically there's 12 figures in a legacy card pool. We already know three of them, Modoc, Rick Jones, and four. Uh, so that leaves nine for us to choose. We'll just go back and forth doing our legacy card picks and a little reason as to why. Simeon, who is your first legacy pick, my man? So this was one that I, as soon as Avengers Forever was announced, I instantly Googled it because I thought Avengers Forever was an old storyline. And so I Googled that name and um, it turns out it is an old storyline, but it's also a new storyline. So they're covering the new storyline, but then they also revealed that Rick Jones was going to be one of the legacies. So that is one that we already have locked in. Um, And Rick Jones is notably from the original one. So some of my legacy picks are from like the original storyline of uh, Avengers Forever. So in that storyline, Songbird plays like a fairly key role. Okay. So I picked the Hammer of Thor, uh, Songbird. Uh, she is number 037. She has some cool stuff. She's got running shot, force blast, in cap, nine range, double target. I feel like they can do a lot because she starts with a special speed power and a special damage power. Her current damage power is she can use uh, Barrier. So uh, notably, she's like a Green Lantern but uses sound to make constructs. They're like hard sound constructs or whatever you want to call it. Um, So there's a lot you can do with this. Obviously, we got a new Songbird in Captain America and the Avengers. Uh, She was a Thunderbolts one. There's also a... uh, What is this? Four. Fantastic Forces made uh, an rev songbird so if i'm throwing out a guess i'm gonna go with the experienced songbird not the rookie or veteran um okay potentially if you want to go with the rev version i'm gonna say the uh, experienced seems like a solid pick because we know they like to like add a bunch of flavor via uncarded figures the hammer of thor one is carded so that's my personal favorite as far as a pick goes, the sculpt's really cool, and then she's already yeah. got decent stats and uh, keywords and stuff, so I feel like they've got a lot to work with there. But the REV one, uh, this is the experienced one, middle of the road. Uh, she starts with running shot. The rookie does not, and then the veteran is just better stats, but also running yeah, shot. Yeah, it's not too different. No. So, so I'm, I'm going with this. I think that... Uh, because she played a pivotal role, because they already picked Rick Jones, I think it's an 
not really a shoe in but I feel like it's a strong contender for sure. Yeah. Okay, right on. I like it. I think cool sculpts. The Hammer of Thor one. Yeah. Uh, the latest three they made all have like her like purple wings and stuff. I think Hammer of Thor does it the best. It's so it's a really cool sculpt to bring back into modern. I do really like that. It gives them a lot of flavor to mess around with, like a special uh, speed and damage power is really fun. That's a good pick. Uh, my first pick, uh, since we have a Thor coming, I'm hoping we're going to get the uh, big three. So my first pick is going to be uh, Marvel 10th Anniversary 009 Iron Man. This is, I think kind of a, a legacy figure because he was meta for a little while of his adaptive armor trait is when he would take damage from a character assigned a relic or resource he ignores that damage and then he rolls a d6 on a one through three you deal him one unavoidable damage instead and this ability can't be ignored so something crazy like that but like it's an equipped character you know when he would take damage from an equipped character uh he just ignores it and then on a one through three you deal him one unavoidable obviously four five six he'll you know take nothing which is awesome so that's just it made his eight clicks of life way longer than it should have been back then because everything had a relic or resource and i think now especially with the equipment rules changes could be really cool uh he's got some special attacks in there he's got a special damage which is you know good uh ironically it's called stark uh resilient which is really funny uh resilient whatever uh like captain america so that's pretty cool tony stark resilient going on there uh that's neat but yeah so m10 iron man for the for my first legacy pick Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll go along with my Iron Man pick. Um, so I was I was racking my brain earlier, and I was like, man, which Iron Man could you go with? Blah, blah, blah. I was like looking at all of them, and I was thinking, there's so many good ones to choose from. There's a lot of really bad ones to choose from. Uh, but I decided to go a little bit outside of the box, something that WizKids hasn't done yet. So this is a Dark Horse pick. But I went with the Iron Man briefcase armor. Ooh! So the... Yeah, the the actual relic that gives you force blast and invulnerability. How much like I know that there's a ton of these out there, so it's not like a hard thing to get. It's technically an LE, but it's not hard at all to get currently. Um and it's still technically if you want to like house rule it, a pretty decent object to equip. Um I wouldn't do like the I wouldn't suggest doing the relic roll. I feel like a five six is a bit high, a bit hard to equip. Uh, but yeah, I think the Iron Man armor could make a very interesting, you know, equipable invulnerability, equipable flight, and then they can pick something else. They could keep Force Blast if they want. Flight, Force Blast, invuln. Pretty easy to do. Make it, you know, five points, ten points, something around there. And yeah, that's, instead of actually picking an Iron Man, that's the one I went with. It's a wild pick. I yeah. would love if they start doing that, though. I think it's... it's just... It's one there. of the more iconic equipments in my mind. Obviously, this is like an Avengers-themed set, but like I can pick a lot of equipments or a lot of relics, I guess. A lot of relics that I think deserve to be back in the game because they look cool, and this is definitely one of them. Okay, for sure. hope so. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have one bouncing around there somewhere. Uh, my next legacy pick to go on with the big three is, this is a surprise to no one, but Hammer of Thor, Captain America, it's got to keep, I mean, I've been saying him since the dawn of legacy cards, I want him to be made. Yeah, he's just a very iconic version of Captain America. He's a very iconic figure, just for Heroclix in general. Like, there's that time when Heroclix was dead, and they, before NECA picked it up, and one of the things they 
previewed, one of the first things people saw that let you know Hero Hooks was coming back was they had little cards that would just say the name of a special power on it at the time, and his deflection trajectory was one of them that they saw, like, leading up to, like, Origins or something. I don't know what it was at the time. So it got people so hyped, and then, of course, it was nutty. The whole line of fire is blocked only by walls and indoor blocking, so you could shoot through, like, all this crazy stuff. Uh, but if they made this cap nowadays, you know, 10-3, everything that's all, like, solid, I don't know if I'd mess the stats too much. I think giving him also uh, traded charge combat reflexes would be really good. So now he's got combat reflexes and ESD top dial. And then when he goes down to his close combat expert clicks with like no movement attack whatsoever, down dial, he's a little bit better there too. Um, and then I'd love the deflection trajectory to be like a, every time he hits with a range attack, he can draw a line of fire from a hit target and then just keep drawing line of fire like a, a, a Hawkeye or Jason Wingard mind control type chain bouncy, attack would be really shield, awesome. Yeah. yeah, just he just keeps ricocheting, bouncing the shield off of everything. Maybe even being able to, uh, when he makes an attack, he can target a piece of blocking terrain, and then from that blocking terrain, he can draw a line of fire and target somebody else. Like he's bouncing it off of a wall or blocking terrain would be really cool. Um, but yeah, so like that cap, big pick. Fingers crossed for him for a while. But yeah. All right. Uh, I also agree with that cap. I just thought I, because I know that's the one that I would lock in, I also went with the Infinity Challenge, uh, the unique 148 Captain America, 35 points, leadership, ESD. Um, you would have to do a lot to make this guy like worth even 35 points uh, in like modern, but it's a... Uh, bossy nurse Captain America. Yeah. That's what I called him. My he gosh. Has, like, I, I actually have this sculpt and I was looking at it man the the ratio from like shoulders and chest to like hips and then right below <laughs> hips i will say yes yeah. he is taut he has a, yeah. a tiny little waist and uh he's in a very proud pose i will say um but yeah. <laughs> nevertheless a very fun like sculpt uh he's also got like the triangle shield which isn't something we always see uh the very pointed shield instead of the rounded one um, but yeah, this, this cap could easily have some like stuff that's just makes him like an ultra support kind of piece, some like Avenger act, like extra stuff to go along with like his printed leadership. Um, doesn't have to like really, you don't have to make him like big punchy cap cause obviously oh. it's going to be hard to make it like the eight attack that goes down to a four worth anything. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, if they make him like 30, like 20 to 30 points and he's just leadership and does something like enhancement. Um, I'd say like enhancement and empower, but if they share a keyword, it like works within like six squares or something. Ooh, it'd be cool. I think that'd be like worth it. That'd be like a fun cap pick. But that's my, my pick because I also hope for the one that you just talked about. So this yeah. is my, my backup captain America. Okay, sweet. Uh, glad to, glad to say I have this guy such a weird captain america he, he has that that liefeld uh body for sure yes very um, very much so i think the rest of my picks after this one are kind of weird picks so i'll do this but uh i have a hulk pick i talked about uh with you this earlier uh the rampaging hulk yeah new guy knight but the rampaging hulk is just this cool sculpt of hulk uh double like punching slamming the ground um, double fist in the ground, if you would, like rocks jumping up and like flying away. He's this crazy 10 click long dial. 
Um, he's got this big special speed power and then some special uh, damage powers in there, some wild just stats going all over the place. I just think it's really fun. It's a really cool, big, iconic, crazy Hulk dial. That'd be really fun. And I think, you know, you think Avengers, you're like, ah, Hulk is an Avengers guy through and through. So I'd like to see it. Uh, rampaging, maybe not so much an Avenger type Hulk if he's just going crazy. But I don't know. I really like the sculpt. I'd really like to see him get a legacy card. Yeah. I'll just lump mine in because I also had him on my list. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I, yeah, I've been, he's one of the few I've been, every time I'm like under the $100 mark at Cool Stuff Inc., I'll toss like some legacy picks in. And this Rampaging Hulk is one that I've uh, tossed in a few times. Because, yeah, he, it's a very cool sculpt. It's old enough that it deserves like a boost in like a lot of different ways but yeah it's just mostly the cool sculpt even if it never gets legacied i'm not gonna be sad because it's something i can put on my shelf or like my desk and i'm not sad about it because it's cool sculpt no absolutely my next up the rest of these like i said are kind of weird i'm going with the age of ultron wonder man this is his green and red costume i think a wonder man's not too bad of a, a pick idea, honestly. No, I also was um, thinking Wonder Man at one point. So I was thinking the more classic style costume. Part of me wanted to say the first Wonder Man I ever got, which was the Avengers one with his like red uh, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego jacket he's wearing. Uh, but I think this Wonder Man could potentially get a legacy card. Uh, he's fun. He, he's just got like a trait. He can also get like Masters of Evil. He's got a little red line in his dial where he doesn't die if he's uh, crossed that line. He's really neat, but I would like to see maybe a cool like energy distribution weird type uh, type of trait for his ionic stuff. But yeah, so Wonder Man it is. Yeah, Wonder Man's important in comics for a lot of reasons. Um, like Vision doesn't exist without him, kind of things. Right. Um, but yeah, like have not seen him in the MCU, and I don't know if that's just because he's fallen out of like favor in comics. Like never really was like a big important player, but. Um, he is like really? important for several, uh, like earlier Avengers runs, I should say, like mid nineties, kind of like Avengers runs. <laughs> my next pick, I will go with, this will be my last, uh, quote unquote hero kind of pick. So I went with chaos war, Nick Fury. Cause I think, okay. I was trying to think of like, uh, more, I don't know, like support characters to the Avengers, not necessarily like the Avengers themselves, but people that are tangentially, they're not like quote unquote Avengers, but they interact with the Avengers on a daily basis kind of thing. And so I went with this Nick Fury. I think it's a cool sculpt. It's, you know, like the Samuel Jackson Nick Fury is what I'll say. Nick, Nick Fury, Nick Fury oh, Jr. Or okay. like uh, Ultimate's Nick Fury. But he's on like the brig of like a helicarrier so he's got this like railing in front of him so it's like a very unique sculpt mm. he's doing like this big proud pose um he has two special powers he has older than i look which is his defense power which is leadership and willpower could easily be updated to anything else uh or it could just keep that to be honest he's only 45 points so i don't know how much they'd mess with that but then uh he has the man with the plan which I think is always like a fun gimmick that you can mess around with because like planning can involve a lot of different powers and stuff. So that's his damage power on click one and then his last two clicks. And that's when a friendly character misses 
With one or more attacks, you may roll a d6 after re actions resolve. On a result of a 6, you may remove an action token from that character. Nick Fury can only remove one action token per turn this way. So, uh, for the same points, if they gave him the Fabian Cortez treatment, and when you miss an attack, after you, like, after actions resolve, you roll a d6, and maybe on, like, a 5, 6, you remove an action token, and then you get, like, a mission point that way, they could easily make this Nick Fury, like, a solid mission point figure. And I, I just think the, the sculpt is cool, and I wanted, like, a pick that wasn't, like, an another Avenger, um, but also, like, one of the good guy kind of picks. So, yeah, that's my okay. my last quote-unquote hero pick. All right. Uh, the rest of these, kind of maybe Wonder Man sort of gives it away, but my favorite thing about the Avengers is, like, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes TV show that was on, like, 2013, 2012, around that time. Uh, so that influences this next pick, uh, which is the secret... Uh, man, I said secret. Goodness gracious. Supernova Graviton. I really like this sculpt. He has all these cool rocks uh, floating around him, and he's standing on them. But Graviton is one of the first villains they fight in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, yeah. Uh, which has one of the coolest theme songs ever. Uh, I forgot but about But he's, yeah. you know, one of the old... He's a, he's a unique, so he's one of the rare uniques they have. WizKid seems to like doing like the figures that are old, no cards and stuff. And this Graviton's got a 12 range triple target. Um, he has like an 11 attack in cap and like a three damps. Like his stats aren't nuts, but his range is triple. Nuts. Yeah, triple um, bolt, 12. Yeah, range. triple bolt, 12 attack. Um, or sorry, no, 11 attack, but 12 range. And he's only got like an eight speed running shot, 17 impervious, three damage. He doesn't have any really crazy stats besides that. And it only goes down from there on his last click. Uh, last two, he's a four and five with a seven attack pulse wave, um, which ain't as good as it used to be, but it's still interesting. I think you could give him some cool, like gravity manipulating traits some gravity field stuff. Do like only has the science keyword. Kind of oh, yeah. Like cool. Leland, if someone's like, charging in we've seen this like like yeah. those kind of traits before so it's yeah i think it'd be fun you know maybe not quite the same like unis the untouchable type of trait um but something around the way of like, like gravity field and fencing and maybe being able to move blocking terrain around or hindering markers and stuff around would be really really cool but yeah i just really like this graviton i chose him over the other graviton i think the sculpt's cooler i like him floating on the rocks and stuff right, there yeah um but yeah the other graviton uh, probably like a more, I mean, obviously a more modern dial, but like way more modern, yeah. way heavier point cost. Um, do you, what did you think about like the agents of shield graviton? Cause one, I, I love Was that there? actor that they picked for it. Oh, in that show, it was me for a loop when uh Talbot be, that was wild. I was yeah. Like, oh, it was weird that that's, I like that actor. Yeah. It was just Looks weird like that though, they which was cool. shifted it so much. Yeah. yeah. He does have like the face that matches like Graviton's face. It does um, and like when he finally had like the the goatee and like the white in his hair, I was yeah. like, "Dang, this is so good." He got I like, didn't yeah, like, he the, got the, like the suit and stuff that he was in, but I liked him a lot as Graviton. That season was just really weird season. I actually Graviton's thought one of those characters that I've just he's essentially a version of Magneto, but like in comics and in yeah. other media, he never gets like played up the way he should. I'm like, he's he controls gravity. Yeah. So like in the show, that was probably like my best, my most favorite version of Graviton because he literally just like condenses like the gravity 
mm-hmm. of like a person in like a single point and like turns them into like a yeah. little, little black hole, like oh, collapsing them in on themselves. Oh. And like it was disturbing, but it's like that's what Graviton would be capable of. And we don't see that in most yeah. media, but Agents of Shield Graviton actually was pretty scary. He messed stuff up. I will say I thought like because in like the first season they have that weird gravity gunk. Yeah. So I thought that we were gonna get Graviton like way sooner. Well, and, like, uh, but then like, scientist gets like sucked into time. it, and I was like, oh, that yeah, guy's so Graviton. He was gonna be Graviton. He's no. gonna be Graviton. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that dude, this random like kind of that guy, yeah. random scientist dude. No, I liked how they did Graviton. He was really cool. He's, he was powerful. Um, but yeah, the Glenn Talbot becoming him. Oh, out of left field. Yeah. Um, it was still Saul. I really liked like the way he looks, the way he used his powers. That would be a a really cool pick for. So that's where I'm swinging now. I'm shifting over to I really want to see some villains. Um, so my le- my next legacy pick, I'll go in order of. So I I went Songbird and then the Iron Man briefcase armor. So I'm gonna go. I don't have a villain for Songbird because she's kind of her own villain. But um, yeah. A villain for Iron Man that like this is such a such an out of left field probably don't bank on this one at all kind of pick. But Fing Fang Foom, he is probably like one of the coolest Iron Man villains that has ever existed. Um, there's three versions that all have the same dial, so it doesn't matter which one you get. You get a Fing Fang Foom that has like this dial. Uh, okay. He currently has a twelve hundred point. I think. 900 and 600 let me double check bean fang foom and not the toe although the toe i'd, oh, I'd accept the, the toe, toe object i'd sadly accept the toe object yeah 1200 oh, 900 and 600 and so if they updated this guy i i feel like a lot of people would be mad because he's already expensive to get and this would like really shove him up over like the the price line for most people but if they updated him just to be a casual piece where it was like a 600, like his 1200 point dial is now 600 points. His 900 point dial is now 450. And then his uh, 600 point dial is now like 300. I don't think anyone's playing that 300 point dial like competitively. So I don't think you have to worry about that. But at the same time, like there's so much stuff that you could do with him because he's technically uncarded. Like he does have a play sheet or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, big but, thing. Yeah, he's technically like an uncarded. Uh, figure so you could like add whatever you want to him do all kinds of crazy stuff and then he's got these like crazy stat lines that still make him at like a threat even today like a 14 attack at 600 points five damage 10 range two lightning bolts that's a pretty solid top dial and then if you play him like 1200 points i mean 1200 points he's gonna get mercilessly attacked because there's just a lot of stuff you can play against him but a 20 defense with impervious 6 damage, 15 attack 10 range, you know an 18 speed with charge wow who's he oh charging? my god who, who is he charging? like what what point of the map is he going to? <laughs> that's not as crazy as like lower down in his dial he has like so click 5 he has an 18 speed with running shot so that's a nine square reach plus his ten range, which is just nineteen squares of the board. Yeah, uh, this is a Love dark it. horse. I wouldn't suggest going out and buying up a Fing Fang Foom specifically for a legacy yeah. card pick, but I really like the idea of it. I think they've been picking some two by two stuff. He's obviously a bigger than two by two figure, 
Uh, I think if they were going to do one, this would be like my pick because, man, I just really want to see Fing Fing Foom back in the game. And I feel like this might be the only way. So wild. He was in the Shatter Mountains, whose back scrapes the mm. sun. <laughs> really cool. He whose limbs shatter mountains and whose back scrapes. Oh. Like, and they've done Fing Fing Foom a bunch of times in comics where he's yeah. been just like normal Foom, a mind controlled thing, or like the robot from the next wave, oh, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, there's a bunch of different versions they could go with. I think that's what these multiple dials are kind of meant to represent, or they're just him getting weaker. I don't know. Um, but he's used a lot, so it'd be really cool. Uh, my next up is... Ooh, let me go back and find it. Uh, oh, yes. I, I lied. I do have more heroes. I actually don't have that many villains. Uh, Shang-Chi from Avengers, the very first carded Shang-Chi. He has oh, yeah. no special powers. He has no traits. He, uh, I really liked him. He was a big feature in... Uh our top Shang-Chi video. He was. He was a big feature in the top Shang-Chi. He was like, at least <laughs> in the top three, I think. I think you did. Yeah, you put him in the top three. And I think rightfully so. <laughs> um, he's Heroes for Hire, Martial Artist, Marvel Knights, but he's an 11 for 2 close combat expert top dial with just Leap Climb. I think his super simple way of like, like really good is if he's like attacking uh, somebody and there's no one else adjacent, he modifies attack plus one, but he's still got like tens and nines, so it's not bad later down dial. Give him traded charge and combat reflexes, I think it'd be really good, especially combined with that lime, his kind of low defenses throughout it. And then just make him kind of maybe cheaper, like a 30-point traded charge combat reflexes, which is no other changes for Shang-Chi, would be really good. Yeah. So I really like this figure. That, uh, wild card, pretty solid. Yeah, Spider-Man TA, so... No, he can wild card Avengers if you want. <laughs> sure. Yikes. Uh, but, like, you know, Shield, P, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, whatever. Like, wild cards just solid. But, yeah, I'd really like to see the Shang-Chi brought back into modern because I think he's so fun. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, if they picked any of them, um, I mean, obviously not the, the modern War of the Realms one, but if they picked the Deadpool LE, or like the Deadpool one or the LE or the Avengers one. I wouldn't be mad because all of them are. Yeah, know, all of them. I put I put all of them in my top Shang Chi's of all time video, so they they all yeah. gotta be pretty good. Next up, so I went with Iron Man's one of Iron Man's villains. I know I know Fing Fang Foom has been several people's villains. I can't remember if it was like the Hulk that just like tossed him into space one time, and then Fing Fang Foom was like all sad. Like there's that comic panel that's like made yeah. me feel real bad for him he's like i'm just like big bad guy and someone just like tossed me to the moon now i'm just like on the moon this sucks anyhow uh after iron man we went with captain america so i'm gonna go with my captain america pick and obviously that's got to be red skull uh there's a Ooh. lot of red skulls i've played throughout the years i've probably never played any of them more than the avengers assemble one a 200 point mind control piece He's one of the first guys that I remember have had uh, mind control and then didn't take feedback damage. But I went with the Captain America set, 052 Red Skull, because dang, that sculpt's way better, and he's not like relying on Professor Xavier's brain. This is like actual Red Skull. So 140 points, Hydra team ability, 6 range, 1 lightning bolt. Uh, he had a trait that was Captain America's cloned body. So like super soldier serum infused red skull. He could use close combat expert and leadership because Captain America's body exudes leadership. Apparently. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. The cloned body of Captain America. He's standing in like this big smoke cloud. That's like all green. He's, yeah. You know, got that like SS uniform kind of look and he's got his like 
whatever little pistol he does have a he's got a full dial of poison his last four clicks are a special attack power that's poison and then opposing characters uh, adjacent opposing characters less than 100 points or named Captain America are dealt two damage instead. Ooh. Which, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, it is good. If they change that to like some sort of like pen poison, it'd be about the same. Pretty good. Uh, he starts with Outwit and then gets a special damage power for clicks two through six. Uh, so everything but its last two clicks. And that is Tactical Genius of the Reich. Uh, if an opposing character within eight squares is adjacent to two or more characters friendly to the Red Skull, modify the opposing character's defense by minus one. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just similar enough to Masters of Evil that I think it was if it was like something along the lines of friendly characters within maybe not eight squares, but friendly characters within like six squares can use the Masters of Evil team ability or can use the Hydra team ability. I think something along those two lines would give you the same effect the tactical genius kind of thing uh, without requiring the exact same wording. I really like this guy, mostly because the sculpt. I don't know how likely like it is for WizKids to pick a uh, Nazi for a legacy card. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, he does have a power called tactical genius of the Reich. So you could change it. They think it changes the wording. Rough. It's rough. It is, but yeah. uh, there's, I mean, it's cat. We know there's going to be a Captain America. We just know that. Got to be. It's yeah. an Avengers Forever set. There's going to be a Legacy Cap. There's got to be a Legacy Red Skull. Uh, to that go like with. charge back then with Close Combat Expert, not great. But now that he's like oh, a twelve yeah. for four, it's really good. <laughs> a twelve for like, four topped out without wit. Yeah, that's solid. Not bad. Obviously, cool. so 140 points. I think this guy in today's game just as is would be okay at 60. I don't 60. even think I, I don't even think about half. 60, I think 70. Yeah, I think 60's the sweet spot just because the defense values are so low. I mean, they cut that Modoc in half. I could see him getting yeah. in half or lower, honestly. Uh it'd be cool if like that Modoc he gets spit out some uh some like Hydra by Oh, if they yeah, if they just straight yeah. up like added an extra trait that's like here's some Hydra agents. And then maybe his like dudes. Uh, tactical Reich genius damage could like affect them somehow. It'd be really fun, yeah. you know. I would dig that. Also, mission points every time he poisons somebody. Also, and they uh, take yeah. Oh yeah. Just everything. Every legacy has mission points now. Mission points. Yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, my next pick is this is uh, for real. My last hero. I promise. Hercules from Infinity Challenge. I feel like always got to choose one year from infinity challenge or hyper time when i do these like legacy picks just because it feels like they do like to reach into those sets uh so the veteran is nine clicks long with a full dial of super strength almost a full dial of toughness he doesn't have it on his last click um but he's an 11 for four attack no speed powers no attack or no damage powers and his highest defense is his 15 with his toughness top dial Uh, at 83 points. I think we could do some really cool ability with his fair Greco-Roman like wrestling type stuff he does where it's like in charge up and once he's adjacent to somebody, no one else can become adjacent to that like fight or maybe just like elasticity, charge, sidestep. Become really agile and moving. 
know, combat reflexes, and again, like, he can't be shot when he's adjacent to an opposing character, and no one can move adjacent, oh, yeah. just like something really the, cool. Give him the WWT mobility. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make him, like, a, a real close brawler. But I like this Hercules. I think he's got he's got that big, goofy Infinity Challenge body sculpt. So, yeah. you know, that. Where, they, <laughs> where he's, like, carved there out was of play. No scale, they just... You know, some characters yeah. are this big, some characters are this big. Yeah, but yeah, Hercules being my next pick. I don't know, I think he'd be fun. I think, yeah, with, with uh, him appearing yeah. in the latest Thor movie, or at least the yeah, after exactly. credit scene. Spoiler, uh, yeah, that's ooh, the after credit scene. Like two, three months. Yeah. If you, I mean, it's it doesn't spoil anything, but with him appearing, um, it's possible for sure. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he might actually be in the upcoming MCU kind of franchise. In some way or another. All right, let's see. I went the captain, or uh, yeah, captain. Your villain, Iron Man. So then it, uh, rampaging Hulk was the next one. That was our mutual pick. Oh, um, so a Hulk villain. This is uh, mutations and monsters, I believe. Ooh. Uh, the leader zero four four. The leader. This is the sculpt where he's big old like twelve head, the forehead that just like reaches <laughs> to the skies. Uh, sitting next to two moloids, arms crossed. Massive. Fun Forehead. sculpt. Yikes. Like, first and foremost, very fun sculpt. He's got the Minions of Doom team ability, which does not help him a whole lot. 116 points. Uh, he has two special powers and no traits, so only has the scientist keyword. Obviously, that could be retroactively add a bunch of keywords to that. But uh, hmm. his first special defense power for the first three clicks is the leader can use mastermind and toughness when the leader uses mastermind he can treat any friendly character four or fewer squares away to which he has clear line of fire to as if it were adjacent uh, i think we just clear this up and we just say like when the leader uses mastermind he can treat characters four squares away as if they were adjacent uh that doesn't like just no line of fire needed He's just yeah. masterminding people four squares Weird away. Weird, they felt need to say four or fewer. Like, yeah. only if there's actually four squares away. Yeah. Legacy Apocalypse can mastermind to his range value, which is the same as this guy, eight squares. So I feel like that would be perfectly succinct to what they're yeah. willing to do. Uh, I would like to see a trait that spits out, specifically because this guy has those little, like, moloid creature things next to him. I don't know if they're moloids or if they're what they are exactly but specifically because of those i would like to see him have like a trait that spits out bystanders that are like at most just give like empower or something maybe they're like the uh fantastic four moloid where it's just like sidestep uh stealth and empower kind of thing toughness uh his special damage power is the leader can use outwit and probability control i would like to see a special outwit that can like you know same thing that like uh the beast from uh like sorcerer beast yeah is that empire beast yeah empire, yeah, empire. Uh, beast. the same kind of like outwit where like you can free action like remove protected outwit from somebody for a turn and then outwit them kind of thing he does have eight range so on this dial uh he is 116 points I would imagine Ugh. for what I'm offering, like bystander spit out, um, a mastermind, and then like a special outwit, I think a 60 point, so like literally cutting him in half, would be like the top line where I think this is playable. 
Um, 75 points is what you pay for Beast at the lower dial. This guy's got a longer dial. He's got a little bit better protection because of the mastermind. But, um, no, I, I think that, yeah, this could work. Like, he's obviously not doing a whole lot of attacking. He does a psychic blast printed on him with an 8 range and 2 damage. So, it's not like he's incapable of damaging people. But, uh, yeah, he's just, he's like one of like the top, like, outwitters in comics, right? He, like, outwits the whole, yeah, oh. he's got machinations, he's got plans, that kind of thing. Leader. His, his special damage power is just called intellect. Wow. It's like if they just changed it to, like, smart. Something not many people have, a Hulk. <laughs> okay, leader. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Me, intellectual. Every when move I make is a big brain move. Whenever ah. you get angry, you get stronger. But whenever I get angry, I get intellect. I intellect. go on Reddit every day, so you can only imagine <laughs> how smart I am. Yeah. I bet you haven't even seen the latest season of Rick and Morty, have you, Hulk? <laughs> so smart. Uh, Highest so smart. IQ in the world. I'm intellectual. Oh, gosh. All right. I can dig the leader pick, though. That's fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll add a mission point uh, thing to him. Um, yeah. If a Moloid empowers somebody to KO opposing character, or a Moloid KOs an opposing character, uh, you gain one mission point. Boom. Yeah. Just because I, I want to keep that trend going. Fabian Cortez. More bystander. After playing play. Fabian Cortez, I'm like, ah, beautiful. I love KOing Molecule Man to get three mission points. This is so beautiful. Nice. I hope they continue that trend by giving me random mission points on legacy cards because it's really fun. Fabian. Fabian's just oh, such a cool figure. My next pick. This one seems, I guess, in a way unfair because this character already has a duo figure legacy, but let's give him another one. I'm talking about Dormammu and Loki. Feels strange giving Loki another duo legacy card, in my opinion, but I do think a Dormammu and Loki working together to defeat Avengers is a really fun legacy card, and I really liked Dormammu and Loki when they came out in ADW. I think 220 points is, is a little steep uh, for them. But uh, they're fun. So I would like to see they do some stuff where they can mess around with and make mindless one bystanders and remove objects and all this cool stuff. So yes, more bystanders, which means yes, more mission points probably. So just give sure. them weird mission point abilities. They only have traits besides their last two clicks. They have a special damage power. So, and that's like, it makes no sense. So when Dormammu and Loki miss an attack and they have no action tokens, after resolutions, give them an action token. So just double token themselves when they yeah. miss it's like really it's like a negative damage power which yeah, is interesting struggle for the evil eye oh. yeah yeah it's it's them fighting kind of each other it'd can't, be neat to even see a trait i could also like see them like hammering over each other which is why they don't succeed because all this infighting would be really neat yeah i think dormammu and loki would be an interesting one and i've never owned this figure so oh, i really? also just want to pick one up anyways because it looks really cool so i actually remember um like when objects were like first like being really prevalent so it was like mighty thor and this figure was still legal uh, i remember like it being played at the lower point value obviously uh just for the simple fact where you could like move you could like tk move them up whatever and then do the free action to turn a special object into a mindless one you like free action uh that object and place a mindless bystander in that square and then like get rid of that object um 
I remember like that interaction specifically. It was a lot to invest in for just that object, but it was like a a tactic that was like used from time to time. And the mindless ones weren't terrible. They were like psychic blasts, something. Oh, is that what they were? I think so. Oh. Have, uh, I still have a case of ADW waiting to be opened that I just have, which I need to film a video with. Maybe I'll do it on one of these really windy days, and it's just a painful <laughs> unboxing for forever. Yeah, do it outside. Yeah. So, okay, they're not great. They're si sidestep, four speed sidestep, nine attack, psychic blast, 16 defense with toughness, and two damage, six range. Not terrible. Uh, I try to freak. search them. I'm like, why aren't they coming up? I'm like, I typed in midless one instead of mindless one. Yeah. Good old bat freak uh, on HC Realm says, mindless ones keep getting better and better. Let's let's check the old one. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. For 100 points, I'd say this is better. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. 100 yeah. points compared to zero. This one's this one slaps Ooh, pretty good. I, I, but he's wrong, though, because the newest mindless ones are worse than the, oh, the less defense. They, they have they the same defense. Step, yeah. They lose sidestep. Yeah. What is this mindless don't one? Don't keep getting. I think those are made by the Dormammu. Oh, that's the Dormammu, right? the single base like LE. Special? Yeah. Oh, it's a single base. Oh, okay. Didn't uh, know. He came uh, out in, yeah, 2015. Uh, yeah, I have that Dormammu. I actually had like four of those at one point but i oh, never played that one because well, only a few years later they released the two by two dormammu like the reprint of the uh whatever that was galactic guardians or guardians of the galaxy whatever no galactic guardians two by two right yeah lots guardians yeah because yeah. he came with like some other i think he came with like watcher or something yeah the, the newer one was like the roll three dice um nothing can like prob it and he was like purple instead of black. Um, yeah, 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 different. Yeah. I, I like that duo fig. It's a newer take on a duo fig. I don't think it was done as well as like the more recent duo figs. Uh, if it does, if it did something like the Thor and Loki one, where it's like one turn you can do Dormammu's bystander powers, one turn you can do Loki's bystander, or yeah, like whatever, you like switch back and forth. I think that'd be pretty solid. Um, I also have a Loki pick because we have heard of like, the Thor that was going to be a legacy card. So, you know, Rick Jones, Thor, and what was the Murdoch. third one? Modoc. Yeah. So Modoc's a villain. I guess that's technically the Captain America villain. Eh, he could work. That's what I would Iron think. Man as well. Yeah. He's not Iron Man too, though. Yeah, he probably makes and more I guess sense he's than being an Ant Man villain. So <laughs> yeah, he's all over uh, the place. So my Thor, my Thor villain pick is. Uh, the Mutations and Monsters Loki, not mm. only because I own him, but because uh, did you watch the Disney Plus show where, you know, that like old Loki, he's like, uh, great purpose. And then he makes like that giant emerald city behind him. Uh, yeah. We got him clicked in Disney Plus. But this is the figure that I would have picked for that guy because this Mutations and Monsters Loki, he's on a flight base. He has this giant emerald effect coming out of his hand doing some magic he's holding his cape in the other fist he has giant horns he's very angry he's Look very cool. classic looking loki uh 160 points 12 attack with psychic blast eight range two lightning bolts phasing teleport with uh flight and 12 speed three damage with prob and vulnerability mostly though uh cool sculpt and He's got all of the uh, abilities to, you know, do traits and stuff because he's got nothing printed. There's no card for him. So I think that's like the number one thing is that uh, you could add whatever traits you wanted to this guy. And yeah. if I was going to add something, I think like 
I would add something, you know, obviously traded shape change is something that's like severely lacking from this specific Loki. So something like that, uh, something that gives him a bonus against like Asgardians or deity would be kind of fun because like this is like classic villain Loki. Um, I don't know. Something like maybe like if you're going to spit something out, maybe like spit out like a little frost giant or something or like a free barrier. I don't know. There's a ton of things that you can do with Loki's. Uh, He has no mind control to speak of either, which is a classic Loki power. So there's so many options when it comes to traits for this guy. And I just think that it'd be something really fun to work with. I think it'd be really cool. This is also like the one that has the masterpiece, right? Oh yeah. Actually, I believe so. Yeah. This I means there's just a beautiful sculpt. And now like I type in Loki and I'm like, wow, they did not make another Loki until Hammer of Thor. No. And yeah. after that, until Avengers movie. And then it's like, man. And now in modern we have like pretty Loki so because of Disney yeah. Plus, you know. It's weird. And I'm also clicking through them. Man, they give Loki just starting phasing ninety percent of the time. This is wild. Yeah. Like, even all these modern ones, we know he has like starting phasing. Ace. Loki just phasing man for life. Uh, yeah. yeah, just because it's a beautiful sculpt. Yeah, give him the, the free, free equip the Tesseract from Disney. Yeah, Plus. also let him do it. So he can, he can, uh, when he phases, he can at least get prob with it. Oh, wait. He already has. This Loki already gets prob with his phasing. Maybe give him like traded mind control, and then after he phases, I will say, or something. if not this one, the Chaos War one also has a really solid sculpt. I'm just going with this one specifically because uh, he is traitless and chaos you, could, War like, you cool. could slap three traits on there and make him real fun. I'll say that Chaos War 1 has much bigger horns. Yeah. No Loki powers and the size of his little horns he's got on his helmet. Yeah. Huge. All right, my last pick, and I think no matter what way, shape, or form, we get a version of this character as a legacy card. I feel it really strongly. But it's Kang the Conqueror. This one is the Supernova 048 veteran King of the Conqueror. I think he's really cool. Triple target, 8 range, speed, 13 attack, 18 defense, invulnerability, 4 damage, flex, shot. Um, he's got solid attack values. He's got a lot of 13, 12, 12, 11, 10s. Uh, he goes down to a 10, 10, 9, 8 on the last 4 clicks out of his 9 click dial. Before that, he's always an 11 or 12 or 13. Just wild. Um, perplexed, range combat expert mixed in, all this cool stuff. He's 199 points. Just because we saw on the bystanders that there are Kang the Conqueror bystanders, I would really like to see it, like a Kang the Conqueror legacy that spits them out. I think that'd be really awesome. However, it makes me think that it's maybe not a legacy figure, it's a main set figure, because traditionally, the bystanders that are legacy figs aren't in the token pack, as we saw with like the Thor and Loki legacy bystanders, uh, and like the APOC ones and all this other stuff. So it's it's kind of iffy, but that's like a a guess. But I would just love. I still think no matter what, we see a version of like Kang somewhere in like an Avengers legacy. Yeah. I feel it very strongly. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I picked like some like kind of like out there ones, but I feel like Kang is a solid pick, and I don't know exactly which one I would go with, but uh, this Kang, I mean, for all the reasons that we've seen multiple legacy card, or, yeah, multiple legacy characters picked, I think this guy fits the bill. Um, It's solid sculpt, and then it's also just, like, a a really solid top dial. It's honestly a solid mid dial, too. Like, well, not true mid, but, like, 
a solid like one through four dial um and then depending on like what kind of traits and stuff they give him I like doesn't the, fall uh, off as hard as some people do. I mean, his defense tanks like all old figures. Yeah, he doesn't fall off crazy hard. No, not like my Hercules pick or you know anything. I think oh. like I don't know. Maybe they'll go with the uh, the Chase Kang. Yeah, uh, which Chase Kang? Uh, I think it's the only Chase Kang to be honest. Star Trek um, original series yeah. Chase Kang, Klingon Empire from the Klingon Empire Kang. Yeah, that's oh, he's geez. got patience, vigilance. They will make a mistake. I will <laughs> say, like, in Challenge Kang is like the same costume, but it just looks more prominent, proud, standing Kang. But he's got like a one damage on all versions, except his is a yeah. uh, Shrin has a two damage with RCE, and you it's so. Really... Man, they all have RC. Like, you really have to like boost his damage somehow. Man, like uh, I don't think they lend themselves to being legacy carded as much as this Kang does. No, works so much better with legacy card. The other ones before that are just all over the place as far as like the Kang dial goes. They have like ten attacks and stuff, and I think Wizkids likes that big beefy thirteen attack stuff. You know, as as we've seen. So yeah. it'd be cool to see this Kang. I really like it. Yeah, a 13 for 4 is so much cooler than a technically 14 for 3. Um, yeah. That goes to a, an immediate 14 for 2. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh with the yeah. app. It's like, oh, I don't like this Kang. I don't like it. Plus, he's like dual but, wield yeah. wielding. Some yeah. More, more Kang looking, in my opinion, with like the color scheme and stuff. Yeah. It's so action, like vibrant, the double guns, the leaning, like, you know, stepping forward. It just it looks so dope. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our legacy picks, guys. Let us know if you want to pick them up. By all means, I'm going to pick a lot of them up. Uh, Calder, you chose a lot of Supernova picks. Why is that? It's like, because I own a lot of Supernova. <laughs> so, like, a lot of these I already do own. Uh, but I'm going to pick up uh, mine and Simeon's picks, except for Fing Fang Foom. That's a bit yeah. too much of, a, of an investment. Sorry, Simeon. <laughs> no, yeah. That was like the one pick where I was like, I have to put it out there just because I, I want to will it into the universe, but I don't actually. Sure. If you put me to like the test, I don't actually think that Fing Fang Foom will be. There is three versions, and you can pick them up for yeah. like a reasonable amount now. Uh, but no, he was not like mass, he, like he was not mass like produced or sent out. So most people won't have a Fing Fang Foom, um, even if his stats do still hold up. I just don't see it. It'd be really yeah. cool though. I mean, it would be. It instantly adds that like big shelf piece. I know. Besides your Fing Fang Foom pick, uh, and I didn't choose a like big shelf piece one, and typically WizKids has been doing like two by twos and mm. stuff. So if I had to throw one out there, I would say the Quinjet guys. That's like the most Avengery one yeah, I can think of. Quinjet. Maybe the old Giant Girls, Giant Man. Uh, I know some of you said like the Miss Marvel Giants, Mighty Thor, potentially. Or, yeah, yeah. Mighty Thor. Yeah, Those Mighty Thor, Marvel Girl, Giant ones. Girls. There's a lot of Avengers and AI, which was Avengers Star. Avengers uh, Infinity. Yeah. yeah, Avengers Infinity. Yeah, there's a lot Avengers of Avengers, Avengers in that Avengers set, Avengers. apparently. So a lot of two-by-twos that could get picked. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll do the Pym Particle Tank. That'd be wacky if they did. How, how wacky. Ah, it's just the tank, you know? It'd be so weird. <laughs> I loved the Maybe. tank. I loved the, the aspect I love of the it. tank, but... I don't know if I want to. You have to do the keychain too, though, right? You can't just legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to do the the tiny tank to go into like the the actual tank that drops. But um, other than that, like two by twos. Um, 
tough. Tough. Yeah. No. I think it's more likely to be like, like a peanut base kind of thing, maybe. I would say I could see peanut bases. I don't think they'll do any vehicles because they're kind of straying away from vehicles right now. Yeah. Um, One that we, we didn't seen... mention that like is yeah. uh, possible because like we've seen a lot of people requesting it online recently is the Avengers Prime. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. And as much as I hope that it's not made, it'd be kind of cool to see it back on the table. For that, I will say, I do think it's possible. With the amount of people trying to get one, it's like, hmm, inner circle, inner circle, what's going on here? I would say, who knows? I don't know if I would buy it purely because it might get a legacy card. I wouldn't buy it based off that. But I would say if you're an Avengers fan and you like a really cool big three, you know, Cap Thor, Iron Man sculpt, it's a really beautiful sculpt. Avengers Prime does. It's got a beautiful, like, uh, gold base. So I would buy it for that reason, not for the reason that it's, like, might be a legacy. No. And no, I feel like I bought it years ago. I feel like as far as chases go, like we know Rick Jones got picked, but like to be honest, he was the weaker one of the weaker of the Avengers assembled chases. Not like right. the weakest by any means, but like oh, Avengers Hawkeye Prime has held its price for a while. Like yeah, Avengers has. Prime has never been cheap. And by cheap I uh, mean like sub thirty dollars. No, I picked it up for around fifty. That was yeah. a few years ago. And I think people are buying it at like six right now so it's like been it's around there it's a bigger investment to make if you're purely going for a legacy card which i wouldn't you're just an avengers fan i'd say totally buy it now and hope it you know and if it gets a legacy card then good job you bought it before anything crazy happened but uh before that i don't know if i'd risk it just for a legacy card no while we're uh on the topic of this stuff we're gonna jump into our listener question there are dozens of us since we're talking about uh, upcoming sets, Malcolm asks uh, a couple of questions here. Upcoming sets, previews so far, which hero clicks do you want and what set is it from? So you don't know this character's dial, but I am definitely most excited for, out of all the figures we know in upcoming sets, the Soldier Supreme. Absolutely. Hands down, bar none. Um, 100%. Ian? I'm partial to Soldier Supreme. I think that's a really cool concept. Uh, Arachnite is a very strong like contender though like, yeah. i feel like that's a fun enough combination where i'm interested to see where they'll go with it it's either going to be a real miss or a real solid hit like there's no in between it'll be really good or really bad i will say after reading i'm pretty sure i mentioned this on the podcast after reading the let there be peace suicide squad like kind of trade they had i am excited for the peacemaker but i was going to be excited for no matter what but now i kind of have an idea of what his dial might i am still pumped for all right uh, number two, rank the upcoming sets for most wanted to least wanted. Um, we only know about three, and that is the Batman team up, Avengers Forever, and then the Spider Man Beyond Amazing. Yeah. I believe those are all the only three we know about. I don't think there's any creeping down the pipeline that I'm totally unaware of. Uh, but it's definitely Batman, Avengers Forever, and then Spider Man. I'm excited for all of them for all the changes they bring, but yeah, in a rank of most to least, that's what it is. As far as figures that they'll probably have with them, I agree. Like, I, I mostly want, like, DC back in the game. I want to see more Lanterns. I want to see what they do with them. I really want to see what legacy cards they have in, like, that Batman team-up. Um, I and am dying to see the legacy picks. Ugh. Avengers Forever is just, like, such an open book as far as, like, what they could possibly put in there that I think that's awesome. And then Spider-Man, I'm still, like, I know it's been technically three-ish years since our last Spider-Man set, but I'm still like, I think I have enough Spider-Man stuff for right now. So 
as much as I like really want to see a really cool Sinister Six and they've got like a Craven and like a Morbius and stuff, they've got a lot of figures that like we've seen sculpts of that I'm like interested in. It's just at this current point, it's my it's the least interested in. It might change yeah. a lot. And obviously I really want the terrain changes that come with that set. Mm. I think that's gonna be really interesting to see how they implement that. But um aside from that, like as far as like just figures alone. I think that's like number three for me. We know so little about it, so it's just tough. Yeah, you know? it's hard to say because yeah, they could like release the, they could release like oh like here's one of the sub themes and it'll completely change my mind. Right. Yeah. Based on what we know the most about it being terrain, I am super super pumped for it, like in the terrain aspect. But for the rest of the set, I don't know about. That's just purely from a rules. So I'm more pumped for just like a, that rules change, and I am for that set because I don't really know. Totally, what's going on for everything in the set besides like spider people? I feel like there's going to be a lot more Spidermans with super strength in that set. Oh, dude, there's got to be, right? Just for the big change Just, to it, yeah. there's got to be. Uh, all right, next up, he says, which characters do you want in the upcoming sets? I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down into for each set. So for Avengers Forever, I want the Captain America with the Phoenix Force. Uh, that was prominent for one issue in a recent run of the Avengers. We have Echo with Phoenix Force. I really hope we get Cap with the Phoenix Force. For Batman team-up, I really, really want Yellow Lantern Guy Gardner. We've gotten red, pink, and green Guy Gardner. Yellow Lantern's really cool because he beats up Sinestro and takes his ring when he doesn't have a Green Lantern ring, which is hilarious to me. Maybe he also asked Lobo for help. He may or may not, because uh, obviously a dude can't overpower Sinestro. Um, so, like, that's really fun. But his ring works off of, like, how much he gets beat up. He gets stronger, which is really cool. So I would like to see a Bizarro-type dial he just gets better as he goes lantern thing then for beyond amazing i don't really know uh maybe a cheap uh funny j jonah jameson i haven't gotten a bigger j jonah jameson i think we've already seen him though so beyond amazing is kind of like i'll take anything more than likely i said i know i said j jonah jameson but realistically it's like a really really good craven i want it just to be a nasty yeah. hunting gonna murder spider-man craven the momoa mess craven. you up yeah. Yeah. What about you, Simeon? Man, so from Avengers Forever, I'll say like to go along with the Phoenix Force thing, I really want to see the Phoenix like Howard the Duck. I want to yeah. see like, more <laughs> yeah. Howard in the set to be like or more Howard in like Hero Clicks to begin with, but I think Phoenix Howard the Duck would be really fun. I think it's goofy enough. They did like Venom Groot. Venom baby yeah. Groot. So like can we not get Phoenix Force Howard? Can we not like Make it like really gross and really stupid. Like, be awesome. Yeah. From Batman team up, there's so many things I'd love to see. Uh, but I'm going to stick with like something like lantern ish. Uh, I don't want to see like a return of Despotelis, but I think a return of Atrocitus would be really sad. Yeah. I think that's a fairly prominent guy. Like, we're doing all the lantern colors. I can't think of a more prominent like red lantern, to be honest. Mm. I feel like Atrocitus is like fairly important. We already saw Dexter, and I would have liked to have seen a slightly better Dexter, if we're going to be honest, than the one that we got, but I'll yeah, take I him. Agree. I really like like Super Pets, and Dexter's like, one-shot like issue is pretty cool, where you, like, his owner gets, like, he, I, I think he's, like, abandoned, he's, like, a stray, and his owner takes him in and, like, takes care of him and then gets, like, mugged and murdered, and then he, oh. like, cries out in rage, Angry and kitty, the yeah. ring, like, seeks him out, and it's, like... Dexter, you have great rage within you. <laughs> it's like takes revenge on the 
the people for his owner. So that's a fun one. I could see my cat doing that. Not really. <laughs> I could see my cat. You think Larry loves you that much? No. I could see yeah. my cat like eating my eyeballs when I die. Oh, no. Because she does not care. But uh, <laughs> Dexter, nonetheless. Uh, Trocitus. I love the Red Lanterns. I think they did like even more so than Blackest Night. I think when it was Red Lanterns that like, was like the big bad. I was more invested in DC at that point because I think that was oh, a much sure. cooler storyline when it was like Anything the, with the lanterns. Red Lanterns were crazy and not like the Black Lanterns. Um, but yeah, like obviously seeing some entities come back would be awesome too and like any kind of Ooh. aspect. A better aspect than just being possessors if like entities were actually a threat would be cool. What do you think uh, of like then, entities sorry not to we'll no, get to the amazing moment. like what do you think of like entities or like you know the main head honcho of that lantern core when they make a construct it gets like plus one combat values like atrocitus yeah. makes the chainsaw but he gives it plus one you know yeah you make them like cost a little bit more or like yeah not necessarily make them cost a little bit more but like atrocitus should be like a deeper stronger tile anyhow and then Actually, yeah, like, like larfley's you know yeah. he should be able to make larfley's especially he should have like the Baron of Battle World trait. <laughs> yes. Because uh yeah, you should be able to perplex like his construct up by two and maybe like the weird world like people can't increase their combat values against him or change his combat values. I don't know. He needs to have a lot of help because he's the only one. So Yeah, he's one dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only person in this dang lantern core. But yeah, something like that would actually that'd be really cool if there was uh like you know, you've got you've got all the like the Green Lanterns from this Earth and that place and the, you know Sector twelve nineteen like places that don't matter, but then you've got like Hal Jordan, you know that guy that at one point killed all the Guardians and took all the Lantern like he's a fairly important Lantern. Maybe he should be better at using a Lantern ring than just be fair, like the one we have it already. The so baller. That's true. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then from Spider Man, I okay, I, I think this is a dark horse pick, but um so we know that the chase theme might be like split. It might be just Gwen's. And I think if we could get All a Gwen. Gwen Surfer, a silver Gwen Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that's the best thing that I could oh. ever hope for. I think that would make my year if it's Gwen Surfer in the chase that I would buy uh as much of that set as I needed to, to pull multiples of those. And then I would just oh, like no. super glue them onto my car, onto myself. I would have them everywhere. Oh. Silver Gwen Surfer is probably the best thing that that set. Is your hood ornament? Like, like the Puma or whatever should be your little hood ornament, the Gwen yeah. Surfer. Yeah, yeah. And I hope it's like the best version of Silver Surfer that we've ever got. So it's, it's Gwen Surfer... For like eternity is the best hero clicks version of Silver Surfer. That's my greatest hope for that set. Evil, bad man, Simeon Bruce, you're bad man. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Malcolm, then final question is: What sets do you want in the future, and which characters do you want in it? I've talked forever about a Green Lantern slash just Lantern Core focus set. I don't think we'll get that anytime soon after this Batman team up, so I'm going to disregard that. Uh, so what I want, and this is another selfish pick, is a Captain America set. Specifically, I want the Captain America core in it. We've never gotten the Captain America core. We're missing a ton of members that complete it, um, which is like 
Sharon Carter of Earth. What she's not actually Sharon Carter, but it's American Dream. Really want an American Dream. I want a Captain America core version of like Bucky Barnes. We haven't gotten Bucky Barnes as Captain America since the Fear itself, like weird starter scenario pack version of Bucky Barnes's cap. He like we need one so bad. We've got a million Winter Soldiers. We need him as Cap, please. And then it's like I think it's Luke Cage's or Isaiah Bradley's like great, 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 great future grandson is like president of the United States as Captain America. And that whole storyline is super fun. Got Superior is like the main villain. I would just love it. That's what I want more than anything. Cap set, Captain America core. That'd be a dream come true. Union set you want in the future, characters you want in it. Um so my number one set that I would say would be a like villains forever set. So Similar to Avengers Forever, but literally... The, the Masters of Evil Forever. Yeah, Masters of Evil Forever, whatever you want to call it. It's like the the villains are the main focus, and then like maybe we get like six to ten heroes like sprinkled in. But I want like a solid Marvel villain set that I can, you know, when I'm building like a theme team, a named theme team, I can actually grab some like sweet Thunderbolts I can grab some sweet aim agents. I can grab some Hydra dudes, like whatever. I want a Villains Forever set where it's like they're actually like the main focus of the set. Um, to go along with that, I would say like a DC version. I would like to see a Justice League Dark set or like a more Justice League Dark focused set. And that's also a like side tangent as a hope for the... Uh, the upcoming Spider-Man Forever set. I hope we get like some of the generics that we did from Amazing Spider-Man, like generic vampire zombie. Ooh, okay. That kind of stuff. I'd like to see a return of like honestly, that could be its own set. Like there's no there's no license needed to like just print like, you know, the rest in peace or undead set kind of stuff. Like but, undead um, set too. Please, was kids, yeah, I'm begging you. Like if so we awesome. just add random generics and like marvel's like oh we don't technically own the rights to cab driver what does he do again and we're like oh well he can drive 12 speed and carry yeah. two passengers yeah and he's and then when he gets really upset he's got like four different guns yeah. he can use it's <laughs> a stop click with flurry and blades yeah it's awesome. like no like a yeah, as far as like a, a villains it. forever oh, yeah. kind of thing, where it's just like a set, like similar to Superior Foes of Spider-Man, where it was mostly like the foes and some of the heroes. I mean, there's a fair amount of heroes in that one, but I think like that is something that we don't see often enough, and I'd really like to see that um, characters that I would really like to see in that. Obviously, like I already talked about, like Red Skull. I don't think we've seen enough of him. Um, just like the main, the main like counterpoints to marvel's like top heroes so yeah. i don't really know what is iron man's like top villain mandarin right like it's got to be i think so Mandarin. i think Obadiah it's Thane? i think it's no Justin hammer like the armor wars guys like those guys like definitely give him some trouble but i i think it's got to be mandarin so like an updated yeah. mandarin with the updated like equipment rules i think you, avengers mandarin another like, another pseudo legacy pick avengers yeah. mandarin you, yeah, you swap in like a whole bunch of like text to allow him to equip all of those most recent rings, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my go-to. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 
I would dig it. I I think everybody always talks about like how much a villain centric set would be so awesome. And it's just because like yeah, you know, like just this year we got however many versions of Thor. We're going to get more, right? We're going to get however many versions of Captain America and we're going to get more Iron Man, whatever, you know? Like we always make them in every yeah. Avenger V set. Same thing like, like the X-Men. We get a ton of Cyclops, Wolverine, whatever. You know, we want more villains. We need to like like when WizKids makes it, if they make it. It needs to be not like the sub themes are like this group, this group. It needs to actually be a villain set, and then like you, you're allowed one sub theme of heroes because like Joker's Wild was mostly Justice League of America. Like it was a lot of JSA. It was a lot, yeah. Whole lot of JSA and outside Wild JSA. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of superheroes in that set. I'm not saying like you know you're not allowed to make heroes, but like they get their own sets. Villains are yeah. always like the side characters. So like you make a, a full villain set and you give like only you like limit yourselves to only like eight heroes. I think that's like yeah. solid. You know, especially in like a set like this where you could do you like do multiple villains and then like their counterpoint which is, you know, like a 200 point Thor that's like able to fight off like the uh the wrecking crew by himself potentially. Yeah. So like you you make a solid wrecking crew, but you also make a solid Thor that could potentially like battle against those the wrecking crew in like a one v four format. You get like you make a cap, and then um, Cap can like potentially fight against Red Skull, who can generate like like yeah, Cap Hydra dudes. Yeah, bow through hordes of Hydra like he does all the time. Just yeah. one punch, and they're down. Yeah, It'd be cool. Like that kind of thing, where it's like you get you get a hero, and it's a good hero. It's like solid. Maybe like the whole super rare spectrum is heroes, but the villains have like the advantage because there's more of them. I I think that'd be a solid set. I mean, obviously like I'm not the first to say this, but uh, but I've always thought like a villain heavy, heavy set would be like fun because we just don't get a whole lot of villains. Like, and the same works for like DC. Obviously I think DC honestly gets better villains spread than Marvel just because they have more prominent villains. Like they got the crime syndicate. They got the, whatever Joker's part of uh, Gotham City Underworld. I don't know. Yeah. Anti-league. Probably my biggest wants, if we do like a villain-heavy set, it's going to be a Hydra generic. We have not gotten just a straight-up like Hydra agent. It's like Nick Fury. Like We've gotten Nick the Fury Hydra from Earth-X. Like, there was no Hydra agents. There's like Industrial Spy. You know, like Hydra agents in any set. The Ames, they weren't Hydra. You know, they had a keyword, sure. But we did not get a straight up like Hydra agents, Snake Fury agents of Shield, which is again wild to me, really crazy. So I I'd really like to see that, you know, if not in this upcoming Avengers, like some villain heavy set, especially because villains are known for having like minions and goons and henchmen. Despite Matt Murdock saying there's a difference between all of those, you know, like I want the Hydra villains, the AIM villains, the the Magia goons again, you know, bring those back. Like any sector of villains, Ultron drones, etc. Like any sector of villains that have like minions and stuff, I want to see them. You know, minions of the Mandarins, the keyword, and all that jazz. Doom's got to have his Doom bots. I'd also like to see some new Doom bots. We haven't had. I mean, those OG ones that we got in F4 are amazing. Don't get me wrong; they're freaking crazy awesome. But let's get some more. Get some more cool stylized variation Doom bots. You know, and that's an easy filler thing in a villain like centric set for sure. 
Uh, all right. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I do like that idea for a set, though. I like the idea of, like, the heroes are, like, the, like, main character comic run version of that hero. And, like, there's just an insane amount of villains. I would dig that. Uh, next up, we had someone asked for us to make a 400-point Golden Age spooky Halloween theme team. I kind of threw mine together because my go he asked for our go-to. My go-to, if it's like 400 Golden Age, is and I'm a bad, bad man, say whatever you want, is the zombie team base. Any yeah. chance I get to play that thing, I jump for it. I love it so much. Growing up, I mean, I was when I was younger, when the zombies came out, I couldn't afford to get all the zombies. And now I have them all, so I want to play them any chance I get. So it's, for me, it's the zombie team base. They're fun, too. For I more, mean, they are. Not like fun and like not the... OP as they used to be. Look really casual fun, but like you know, they oh. can be if like if other people are playing at the same level, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not crazy competitive anymore, even with like the team based rules and stuff, because like do as much with team based rules as you used to once they fixed it. But yeah, it's so, like the fun team I had is Cap Wolf at a hundred, the Zombie Captain America with Zombie with a Plan from Disney Plus, and then two versions of the starter set Zombie Cap at thirty and forty. Colonel America at 55, and then finally the Marvel 10th Anniversary Scroll Captain America at 99, 389-point team. Sadly, not a monster-themed team. Scroll Cap doesn't yeah. have monster, <laughs> which sucks. Monster. I think if you can talk to your venue, be like, come on, look. Come on. It's a theme. Aliens they're like, are monsters, they're like right? evil monster Captain Americas. Come on, give it to me. I, mean, so, I think he'd allow it. I just think it's funny. I like the alternate versions of characters, and these are all like monstrous versions of Cap, I think is funny. So this would be a, a fun team to play. Like nineteen fifties, of... like when when Cap was like first being written, aliens were definitely considered monsters. Oh, hundred percent monster movies, alien for movies. Sure, have been monsters back then. Absolutely. Yeah, gotta be, gotta be. Uh, I just made a I made a team of just things that I play a lot when it comes to like monster related stuff. Um, I don't know. I think. No, this isn't even a theme team. Um, it's almost a monster theme team, but there's one specific character that broke it. So okay. I went with like some of my old polls and then uh, a few like newer ones. Um, so starting off, a figure that I, I love, can't find it currently. Uh, I have the card for it, but Moonborn Dune Wolf is awesome yeah. for 45 points. Let me tell you what he can do. He has the Mage Spawn team ability, so whenever the highest point character, which on this team is going to be uh, a very small character, but um, whenever the the highest point character takes a move action, he can take a free action to move up to his full speed value. He also has traded stealth, and then when he is in hindering terrain, he can use flurry. His attack values are bad, but he's 45 points and free like move and then flurry if he's in like hindering and stealth. I love this guy. He's awesome. I wish I had more. I wish I had a, a whole horde of moonborn dune wolves to use their mage spawn team ability. Uh, next up, a character that I collected probably the most of as a super rare is Hellcow. Um, she's super fun. Bessie, real name. Uh, so this is one of the few vampires I've healed to full. She doesn't get that much better when she's healed to full. She can basically like one-shot lower point characters, and that's about it. Um, honestly, it's a task just to heal her past her starting line because she only has two damage and she's got a nine attack. So 
it takes quite a bit of like convincing to get uh this cattle out to pasture <laughs> uh yeah but no bad about that one that was so bad the triple the triple stop click is fun i just i really love this figure um i like all vampires i think i've got a few vampires in here uh nope never mind this is probably the only one now that i'm looking at it again next up good old undead dr frankenstein one of the few support figures for uh monster and like halloween kind of themes uh, he has the trait, it's alive! Support is free, but only to target characters with the monster keyword. When Dr. Frankenstein uses it, increase the D6 rolls ult by plus one. So, pretty fun. It's, it's support as free and only as free. And then his special damage power is perplex, but only to target characters with the monster keyword. If they have the Frankenstein monster's keyword, or Frankenstein's monster as its name, he can modify a combat value by plus two or minus two instead. Uh, I don't have any frankenstein monsters um but that's the chase from the set playing this guy with the chase is pretty fun it's actually a fairly low point chase so it's decent enough to play with him uh he's only three clicks long but he has quite a bit uh my more modern pick is wanda maximoff she's the one breaking the monster theme 19 defense mystical she's a mom out on halloween she's trying to protect her kids in that case in this case it's a it's a moonborn dune wolf a hell cow a doctor um and the other stuff that we'll get to but no the 19 defense the probability control that removes an action token when you use it and it hits so good mind control i mean lower dial she gets three damage and 11 attacks so like She's no slouch. She's got the whole all-new Halloween spooktacular, which is shape change and then potentially healing. Um, these were, I mean, it's a video that you haven't seen yet, but coming soon, mm. spooktacular people are awful in uh, a mixed BR because, yeah, yeah, man, they've got so much stuff going on. It's like, it's just hard to deal with them. A low um, damage. My, so this is my highest point figure on this build. This is uh, wow. what Moonborn Dune Wolf is following. It's WizKids LE from 2017, number 006. Skeets. Yeah, bet you forgot uh, about Skeets. Uh, this is Booster Gold's little little uh, Skeets. It's his little robot pal. Um, so this is when Mr. Mind takes a hold of like Skeets. Uh, so if you play him at 115 points, he has a trait that is, if Skeets is 35 points, he is KO'd when he crosses the red KO line. If Skeets is 115 points, he has the monster keyword, and he's not KO'd when he crosses that line. So normal Skeets has uh, adjacent friendly characters modify their attack values by plus one. If that character is named Booster Gold, modify his attack value by plus two instead. He also has enhancement and the PD team ability. So it's a plus one attack, minus one defense to people within his range or within his line of fire. And then also a plus one damage for ranged attacks. And he's tiny with flight. But when he crosses that line and he metamorphoses into Mr. Mind, suddenly he has a stop. Skeets has the colossal symbol and can't be healed. I'm so hungry I could eat a universe is that special defense power or no special damage power that he has for three whole clicks of stop. Hungry, hungry caterpillars. Yeah. Three clicks of stop from click three to five. So uh, he has that. 
He has zero speed with sidestep on the first click that reveals. He has Skeets can use penetrating psychic blast with a range value of nine. When he does, after actions resolve, give an action token to all hit car- targets. He has two lightning bolts, so nine squares and two lightning bolts. Um, 12 attack, four damage. Then he goes from that sidestep. If he gets damaged again, he hits another stop click where he's suddenly a hypersonic, 11 for four. And then his last stop click, he's an 11 for four with a 19 impervious, also hypersonic. Um, just a fun figure. It's Skeets is so fun. I really like him at like the lower point value where he's just like a super support little piece. But I like him even more at the like the monster value where he turns into a giant randomly. Next up, 10-point Moloid. He's just there for the Empower because that's all he's really doing. He's got Plasticity, Sidestep, Stealth. He's a more modern piece from the Fantastic Four set. Uh, he's got Toughness. He's tiny size, so he can be carried by pretty much anyone on this team. Um, actually, everyone on this team because Skeets has the flight team or the flight symbol, so he can even carry him. But yeah, Moloids are fun. Uh, power, if Moloid and another friendly character named Moloid are adjacent to the same piece of blocking terrain, destroy it. Well, I've only got one on the team, so it's not happening. Uh, and then the final piece de resistance on this team. So we've got Moonborn Dunewolf, we've got Hellcow, we've got Dr. Frankenstein, Wanda, Skeets, Moloid. The last piece, I'm at 295. Right. It's Barbatos. Barbatos. Uh, the Rebirth Chase. For 100 points. This big old bat of death and doom. Uh, he's got the giant symbol. He's got quintessence. He's got eight range, one lightning bolt. He's got friendly characters with the monster keyword. And this is the main reason I play him. Can use the Batman enemy team ability. So they can all copy whoever's got the highest attack value. That means Moonborn Dune Wolf can copy, uh, let's see, Skeets' 10 attack top dial or... Uh, Skeets' 12 attack on his stop click. Oh, yeah. Uh, instead, of having, yeah instead of having that very sad 7 or 8 attack on his last couple clicks, uh, Hellcow starting off with that 9. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think we'll start off copying the 10 attack. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Barbados is really cool. I've built around this figure a lot because helps monsters so much uh it also has a trait that, or the same trait like affects dark knights keyword but this is the only dark knight so i guess barbados technically um gives himself the batman ally team ability which is stealth so there's that quintessence and stealth uh special speed power is drag you into fear phasing teleport phasing teleport is free but only to move up to four squares and when he does after resolutions adjacent opposing characters have a mobile until your next turn the fun thing about this is you can free phase like four give some people a mobile and then phase 10 away because that's the speed or yeah that's the speed value on that click um not sure how great it is but i mean making people a mobile is pretty fun kind of ruins yeah. a lot of people's days uh has Psychic Blast with three damage and a special damage power that is opposing characters within six squares that can use Outwit, Perplex, or Support can use Battle Fury. That means they have Battle Fury. So if you can use Outwit, Perplex, or Support, you suddenly have Battle Fury and you can't shoot, which is even more amazing if I just made you immobile and phased 10 away. So what are the chances you have 10 range to shoot me? Not great. Um... 
special attack power for the last four clicks. It's steel energy power. Make any number of close attacks, each targeting a different opposing character. He will heal for each hit. So that's not combined with the phasing power, but you could technically like phase up into a group, stay there, maybe sidestep around, make a bunch of close attacks. You do have giant reach. So it's a pretty solid 100 points. There's no stop click or anything. He's kind of squishy, to be honest. But uh, with Quintessence and Stealth and the rest of like the, the cast of monster people, also Wanda giving him a 19 with her defend, potentially. Good. There's a lot of stuff that this team can do, and I I really like it. I really like, you know, top dial Skeets gives uh, Arbatos a, uh, a 4 damage, 11 attack. And minus is like one from uh, the opposing character's defense. Uh, I like when like gap when the gap is closed. Moloid increases the damage by one. Hellcow can do three damage even on the first time, like the first attack, which is mm-hmm. pretty big. Honestly, helping out Hellcow is like ninety percent of this build because that's like my main oh, goal. That's when what I it's run all about. Vampires. Yeah, you you gotta chew cud and get to that hypersonic. That's that's what it's all about. Blood, chew, cud. Bessie's got places to go. You know, she's got things to see. Bessie's on the road, dude. It's a highway to Hellcow. You know how it is. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Jumping into the Discord questions that we got. I already did the whole Patreon plug, but that's the only way to get into the Discord. So think about it. It's a cool place. We have a fun time. Luke, Luke, Luke asks How would you feel about Heroclix rules updates having a numbered system like DD? Pretending the current rules are 5th edition. Potential to allow players to do things like run a 1st edition or 3rd edition game. I think it's different for like D&D that doesn't have like straight up the figures that are made after a quote-unquote Heroclix edition or rules change happens works specifically with those rules changes. So a 2nd or 3rd edition game character for like first edition D and D, right? And it would work with first edition because that's how I rolled it, and that's like how I built it. Um, I couldn't roll like a three point five or like a fifth edition D and D character and give them all like the like different cantrips and stuff, and then try and play them in first edition. So yeah, yeah I would. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Wouldn't, I mean, just, yeah, it just wouldn't quite work with like the overlap of like how like the figures are to then like rules because all these figures are made for certain rules, which means. If you wanted to play a first edition game, it would be with like first edition boring. characters. You know, it'd be boring and lame and everything. Like, I think this is like a, a rules a flyer, denier so they can dream. use soaring, even though they don't have a soaring. Oh base. yikes! Yeah, I would like to enter soaring mode, please. It'd be like impossible. Yeah, just impossible with the new flying after soaring is out of the game. You know, so I don't think the overlap would quite work. This comes off very classic clicks to me, so I'm inclined to not like it. A very rules denier type uh, yeah. idea. It's an interesting idea. I mean, um, I don't think it translates to hero clicks though. Uh, I'll, say, IMO, I I'll say this: like, if you were playing back when there was previous, like, if you were playing in 2014 and you have the core rulebook and you have the PAC from 2014 or like whatever, sometime around then. You have everything you need to play that quote-unquote edition of Heroclix. If you have the 2017 core rulebook and PAC and stuff from like Mighty Thor era, you have like that second edition. I won't even consider the fact that like there was a original edition like pre 
pink powers and stuff like that like as first edition that's just like too far back for me uh i don't know i think going forward if they wanted to implement something like this like a legacy ruling kind of thing that'd be something that you could work like forwards but i feel like as it stands currently where like our very first iteration of rules was like kind of weak and then we slowly added stuff and got like stronger and then you know, at some point there was like, pick hypersonic option one or two, pick TK option one or two. How many people are going to opt to play that way? Like, I don't feel like that's going to be like a strong contingency of players that are like, oh, I really liked when I could hypersonic option two or when like my, uh, what was that? What was that symbol? Uh, transporter. Oh, transporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd really like to be able to transporter right now with my I don't know, Moonborn Dune Wolf. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, we did. We don't make characters with, like, some of those symbols anymore. So, yeah. I'd be fine with it if they wanted to do it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense for them to try. I mean, Fair. technically, those additions exist. You can still find yeah. those additions, te- quote-unquote. Really, they, they do, right? You just go back to 2013, yeah. get the pack and rule book, and then, yeah, like, there you go. It's www.heroclicksworld.com. And yeah, still in the 2014 era, so you can just play by those rules. There you go. We'll call it uh, HW edition. Yeah, there you go. H to Heroclix rule. Tyler M asks, will Heroclix ever release 3D bystanders or an STL file to print them ourselves? They have released 3D bystanders. Um, there's Red Wing, there is uh, Tippy Toe, there's Eisenhower from Colonel Social Stripes. Yeah, uh, uh, they Red Wolf logo. Yeah. Uh, green monkey thing henry yeah henry um they have yep they have absolutely released a bunch of 3d bystanders i think what you mean is like 3d mod or he says a stl file to print ourselves. i don't think they'll ever release a no. like 3d printable file i think that's file i don't think WizKids is like no, I, I feel like, like that. that runs in an stl file i feel like runs into um like copyright territory and like yeah. licensing stuff so if they if they were just to be like open like their digital files to be like yeah here's like our uh our rick jones bystander you can go ahead and print them out yourself like marvel might have something to say about it i don't know yeah um although i will say there is nothing stopping you from looking up random stuff and printing your own bystanders or using custom elements bystanders are allowed to be represented by literally anything they don't have to be the bystander token so if you want to make custom figures that are 3d or whatever or, or even just being yeah. like you know rick jones has namor captain america blazing skull those all exist somewhere absolutely uh, in yeah. real hero clicks you can just go buy and At like the, use uh, the coconut you know? event um pj handed out uh thor oh, yeah. and loki bystanders yep. for that duo figure um those yeah. were stl files that somebody had printed out so yeah it's definitely possible um, Hopefully you found that look into Heroclix history about old 3D bystanders. But it's just so much easier to make tokens that you know, are printed and whatever. To If we wanted to see more bystanders, this is the way to go. If we want to see less, then it would be like, make them all 3D. But then we would just get less bystanders overall because of the amount of work. Um, Brad asks, are y'all protractor? Um, sure, yeah. They're pretty cool. Help out. Pretty necessary, I feel like. I'm pro- I'd say I'm protractor. This goes really, to the joke that he made. I don't really like the angle that this question's coming at uh, me. Yeah. Um, it's 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 gotcha. a cute question, but uh, I feel like Brad's being pretty obtuse about it. 
So mm. I'm not going to answer. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you so much for all of that. <laughs> at Reed uh, asks, so after sizing everyone up at Worlds, when will the YouTube Hero Clips <laughs> boxing match happen? Better to strike now while the iron's hot. Oh, gosh. Oh. After seeing Matt Reed at Worlds, I feel like every other Heroclix player is just, like, smaller. Uh, I'll say that with, I mean, we did not challenge Matt Reed to flex off against uh, Ryan Redman, who may have similar-sized arms. I don't know. Redman's pretty big. I don't know what his workout regimen is. I know Matt Reed is, like, you know, lifting 700 pounds on the daily yeah. for no reason. Like, keg tosses and yeah. lifts and all I read, it's like, oh, my man. car ran out of gas, so I put it on my shoulder and carried it to work. You know um, how many jars of peanut butter that man opens a day? It's insane. <laughs> Crazy. He's keeping the peanut business alive. Uh, yeah, it's just by the sheer amount of volume that he eats uh, protein peanut butter. Now, uh, sizing up everyone at Worlds, um, when would the YouTube Heroclix boxing match happen? We do have plans to... Uh, initiate some challenges to other content creators it probably won't be yeah. in this specific way but I, I will definitely leave it open if any other hero clicks content creator listens to us and says yeah we'd like to box at some point for charity then uh you know the invitation's open we do have yeah. a challenge that we will issue at some point it won't be in this kind of aspect but uh yeah i will say my my uh, original consensus is the same. I feel like my stamina is just higher than most Heroclix content creators. Yeah, I'll still fight anyone. 100%. Yeah. Matt Reed. I, I, I won't fight Matt Reed because he yeah. quite literally lifted me up with zero effort, and I felt like I was going to go through the ceiling when he did so. Ooh. Like, I think he didn't realize that I don't weigh as much as I look, and so when he went to lift me, he, like, tried a little bit harder, and, like, I just felt gravity leave my body. <laughs> I almost hit the ceiling. Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Punchy Ranch Man asks, if you could pick three characters to always be in modern in some form, who would they be? Be an updated version, alternate version, etc. Question. Uh, number one for me always has to be Captain America. Main reason I play this game is that he's in it. You know, if he was not in modern for some reason, I'd feel pretty, uh, pretty bummed. Pretty darn bummed out. After that, it can really be about anything. I like having a War Machine in Modern. I'm a big War Machine fan, so I would always like there to be a War Machine in Modern, any version of him, but like a classic Gatling gun, missiles on the shoulders, like War Machine, uh, to me is like huge, super enjoyable. Uh, and then I always like, I always like a Lex Luthor in Modern. I like a good Lex Luthor. I like the one we got right now with Red Sun. He's dope. Yeah, those would be like the three characters I would say I'd always like a version of them in modern. Yeah, dang. I'll have to I'll have to somewhat agree and be like, I think that I always want a Wolverine to be in modern, even if it's not like yeah. something that I, f I find playable. I always like want some option. Um, I want to go with a figure that I always want to be in modern. I always, even though I don't like Venomized characters, I always want a Venom to be in modern. Not necessarily like, I mean, obviously that probably includes a Spider-Man as well, but uh, I'll pretend like it doesn't. Venom's one of those like few villains where he can be like a good guy at the same time. And I just think there's like so many options for what his dial can represent and do. Uh, 
I always want one to be in modern just because also like sculpt wise, there's so much that you can do with a Venom sculpt. And we've seen like a lot yeah. of cool versions. Also like just the Tom Hardy Venom. So good. Wow. Absolutely. The best like, version of Academy Venom ever made. award winning movie. Yeah. Just when he beautiful. submerged himself in that crab tank. I felt yeah. that. Well, yeah, I represented he was me. like, I want a Snickers. And he was like, no we eat humans and he was like no here's a snickers and he was like i feel better and he was like you're not yourself when you feel a snicker or when you're hungry whatever that was great 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 part of the movie or possible uh advertisement i can't remember which (laughs) so yeah wolverine venom i'll say my third one man (sighs) i could definitely go a few sets without like some of the named characters i'll say Let's say like Dracula because it's been too long since we've had a Dracula. And like I always could, in modern. You want a Dracula every two, three I could years? Always, yeah, I could always have a new Dracula in modern. Okay. Like vampire dials are always fine with me, and we've got plenty of versions of Dracula. Or I'll just, uh, man, not necessarily a vampire dial, but yeah, I'll say Dracula. Um, I I would say if I was gonna pick like a DC figure instead. Ah oh, man, who would I go with? I'll say a Mr. Mind. No, not Mr. Mind. I'll, I'll say a Martian Manhunter. I think Martian Manhunter could be do he could be done like ad nauseum and still interesting to play each time. The the amount of Martian Manhunters that we've gotten that don't play like the other ones are high. So we've got like the the Cookie Hunting one, the Cookie Throne one. We've got that one's the awesome. uh People can hate it, but it's awesome. Yeah, so. the what's the the Trinity War one that's got like traded shape yeah. change super senses? Super powerful Martian 300 yeah. point Martian Manhunter. 300, cool. 200, 100. Uh, traded stealth. We've got like some good Martian Manhunters, but he's like a figure that you could straight up make one that's just like a very powerful mind control piece. And we haven't really seen that yet. Like a, a la Professor X kind of mind control piece. So like there's there's options with him. I could see him staying in modern forever. Swamp Thing is another one. Yeah. Ooh yeah. So long Protect the green. Yeah, checking the green. He could have so much cool stuff to do with all the new green stuff. Come, no, it's different. Be like mostly Android still. Be so something like similar to like Medusa. I think would be like the next Swamp Thing I want, where he makes like living like living hair, except it's like creeping vines or something and it just like copies oh, his go. attack and like fun his like uh stats and powers and stuff that seems yeah. like a good man thing thing to or not man thing uh small no. thing to do yeah. different things yeah there are uh, two luke, things that are different but similar uh, luke asking f mary kill hc realms clicks nexus and facebook i i mean this is pretty straightforward i think you kill clicks nexus Mary HC Realms, Ooh. and uh, yeah, I see that's the tough thing, right? HC Realms is like got the real. I feel like toxic... you get a disease from HC Realms. It's that's pretty. See, uh... That's the problem, right? But it's pretty always in there for me. As as Otherwise, it's, like, go. it's Facebook though. You HC Realms, I mean? yeah, like, I will say HC Realms rough. has been like the most consistent in my life as far as he, she's always been there for me. Yeah. Facebook is can be full of drama. HC Realms, if we just ignore her bad parts, which everybody has to do in marriage, um, yeah. then she's good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so yeah, I feel like Facebook has the best content and the most consistent content. HC Realms is obviously something I can't not have in my life. 
Exactly. Um, because between trade threads, uh, threads where people say like REV will save the game and poor people, um, yeah, people like that that say those kind of things are in HC realms. And then Clicks Nexus is just like, I mean, it's it's great for units. So it's like yeah. the it's the weak link in my formula as far as like what I need in my life. Um, it's still something I use, but yeah, I guess if I had to pick one to kill, it would be Clicks Nexus. Oh, man, do I do I marry Facebook, who will literally throw me in jail if I say uh, something it doesn't agree with? That's why I didn't want to marry Facebook. Or do I marry HC Realms, who definitely will give me a virus like once a week? Really will. Oh man, you don't have to, you know, do the deed. Be a Mary necessarily. Lord knows, plenty of people don't. Just be so. a monogamous. It's more of a spending time yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> I'll what do you want to be around all with the time. HC realms? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have a guest house that I I crash at all the time yeah. with HC realms. Yeah, thank you, Luke, for. Uh, it's like you know you know what the, yeah. no 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 you know who actually gets married is Let's Clicks. There Sweet. you go. He's also the best one to look at. I yeah, would say personally. the most. The most interesting one to look at, the one that doesn't hurt my face as much and has never yep. once berated me for any reason. Also true. Yeah, you're right. Lex Clicks is the true marriage that happens. Lex Clicks is 100%. Uh, Matt Reed goes on to say, is Hulk actually the strongest MCU character? If so, show your work. I don't uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's like Thanos is the strongest MCU <sighs> character. Yeah. No? Thanos, like, Thanos handily, like, stops... Hella? Hulk from doing a lot of like swinging and stuff. Yeah, without all the gems, I really Hulk feel like I feel like Hulk was due a redemption arc against Thanos and didn't get it. But um, yeah, like as yeah. it stands, the Hulk was like in gladiatorial rage mode, and Thanos like easily punked him. So, like, man, I don't know if like that Hulk, a gladiator Hulk, was technically weaker than. Our first showing, of he was MCU. starting to talk and, and stuff. By, yeah, now, by first yeah, showing, I mean like actual MCU. I don't mean um, Norton. Uh, no, I don't mean Norton or uh, Banna. Okay, um, Banna, because yeah. technically Banna was like twice the size of MCU Hulk. He was like massive at certain points in that movie, um, and he like sprinted like sideways along cave walls or like canyons, whatever. Uh, as far as heroes go, I don't. I'm pretty sure the Hulk's stronger than Thor from what we've seen, but like we we haven't really seen like a test your might kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I feel like if they were in like a like arm wrestling match, Hulk. I mean, yeah, Hulk easy Thor. takes that. Yeah, um, maybe even against Thanos, but like Thanos definitely like punked him with just like being better at fighting or I don't know. He took like Krav Maga kind of stuff. <laughs> Wild stuff going on there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have to show yeah. our work because yeah, uh, we don't need to show our work. It's pretty true. Also, Thanos no longer high school and college, and I don't want to show my work because that's yeah. the worst. This formula yeah, will be proven. Absolutely not. Thank you guys so much for asking those questions. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks. Make sure to uh, ask us any questions you want. You can be like Malcolm, send us a message on Facebook, Twitter. Or even Instagram or even our email at dialatureheroclicks at gmail.com. Or like the rest of all these other cool cats and sending us questions through our 
Discord, which you can do so by joining Patreon at five dollar tier or higher. Higher, ooh, excuse me. And then, yeah, being part of our awesome Discord community with early releases on videos and behind the scenes looks and all sorts of cool stuff on our Patreon. And make sure to uh, go to a certain website and check out our legacy picks. Maybe pick them up for yourself if you want to, you know, go with our choices or ask your friends. It's a fun topic of discussion. Talk about your legacy picks. You can send us straight up a message if you want to tell us your legacy picks for Avengers Assemble or Batman Team Up, etc. Yeah, we love to hear it. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea to, like, to quote-unquote gamble on legacy cards. I think it's fun. Something that's, like, interesting enough. The best part is, like, you're talking about figures that are old enough where, at most, they're, like, 2 to $5 usually. If it's, like, a unique, maybe it's, like, $10. If it's, like, an old chase or super rare, maybe it's, like, 20 for the most part, you can find like you know, like that Shang Chi that Calder talked about, probably yeah. like less than a dollar. It's got to be like a couple of cents. Um, and yeah, you can find things like that and more at CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find not only the latest Hero Clicks sealed and singles, you can also find like board games and stuff like that. So use code Dial Five get five percent off and check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like a hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Over How they, six uh, people think I am funny. It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which you absolute fools. It's not richer nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? Okay, Google, attack someone. Let's attack Simeon because he's a jerk. Happy trails.